Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out a very special AFC 157 fight breakdown with Victor Rodriguez, AK-49 martial arts head coach Seth Stacy, and Mountain Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu head coach Jason Chavarria. So for those of you that are unaware, on Wednesday, February 26th, Victor Rodriguez of Soldatna, Alaska, won the 135-pound, a.k.a. the bantamweight, title at the Alaska Fighting Championships via second-round technical stoppage. Seth Stacy is his longtime friend and kickboxing coach, so during this breakdown of the fight, we discuss their strategy and their implementation, as well as getting Victor's thoughts throughout the fight. I'd like to thank Jason and Seth for their insight. I learned a lot. There were a lot of things that I thought I knew, but I very, very clearly had no idea. And you, ladies, gents, and others, have no idea what all went into this. See, that's also a metaphor for my relationship with martial arts. You get what you put in, and the true teller of truth is time. So Victor fought his ass off, and in the process, he's incurred... incurred some injuries, including a gigantic gash next to his eye and some dental injuries. Now, I'm a doctor, but I'm also a fake doctor. I got it online through the Universal Life Church. I cannot fix his teeth. All right, that being said, I have attached a link to his GoFundMe page in the uh, in the uh, links below in the description. So, with that being said, I would like to give a very, very solid shout-out to my supporters. Let me get started here with Iron Asylum, located on KB Road, 33575. Turns out I was way off on that address. That address is, um, it turns out I was absolutely 100% wrong on the Iron Asylum address. That address is 35165 KB Drive in lovely Soldatna, Alaska. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. They carry uh, they carry supplements, t-shirts, and all kinds of other stuff. If you're looking for some good vitamins, they've got the med kit from Redcon. They've also got pre-workouts from Redcon and whey protein and all kinds of shit from Redcon. If you are looking for a good pre-workout, I have, I have to say, Total War from Redcon is a hell of a good product. I enjoy it. it. gives me what I need to get me through those 5 a.m. workouts. Now, some of you who follow me on Instagram know that I do 5 a.m. workouts. I am at AK49 or Iron Asylum, one of those two places, at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday. All right. So with that being said, if you are looking for a pre-workout to get you up in the morning and get you ready to work out, Total War. All right, comes from Redcon. They sell it at Iron Asylum, and their prices are better than the local GNC. All right, for more information, call 907-953-4720, as well as, again, their website, theironasylumgymak.com. You can also find them on Facebook. All right, solid shout-out to Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the makers of Concentrate. Uh, concentrate, multiple concentrates, several concentrates, including carts, uh, shatter, turp sauce, crumble, diamonds. They make diamonds. You thought you needed coal, lots of pressure, and a long time to make diamonds? Turns out you can do it with weed, man. All right, they carry your favorite cultivators, including Bob's Morning Bear, Red Run's own line, Man, they've got so much weed there. Just a bunch of different types of weed. All right, they also carry products from Lady Grey, Fireweed Extracts, and many, many more. If you have not tried Lady Grey Medibles, 
They are, they're cookies for people who drink $7 coffees. If you drink a $7 coffee and you're wondering what kind of THC cookie you should be eating, Lady Grey Medibles. They are grown, they are manufactured here on the Kenai Peninsula, run by a group of really badass ladies, and they do some really, really cool stuff. All right, so what do we have coming up? We've got Ian Bag coming up in, uh, well, I would say in March, but this is March. We've also got March 28th, Bun B live at Coots. We'll have a whole lot more on that coming up. Got some tickets for you to win. And if you want to win them, just, just stay tuned. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, and we will have, uh, we'll have your tickets. Two tickets for you, ready to go. All right, 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Soldatna. For the time being, they are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, and the always delightful Shatter Batter. If you're not familiar with Shatter Battle, Shatter Battle, Shatter Batter. It is a product uh, that you mix with your cannabis extracts, and it turns it into a vapeable product so that if you are someone who vapes and someone who enjoys cannabis or you're someone who enjoys inhaling cannabis and you're looking for a, an easy, discreet way to do it, Shatter Batter, it is there for you. Also, it's Monday. So if you have not subscribed to Alaska Red's YouTube page, his iTunes or his Spotify uh, pages, you should do that because it's Monday. He has new music coming up. You always want to check in. There's a thing he's doing every Monday. He's dropping a new song, not just freestyle. He's doing that on Friday. But every Monday, he is dropping a new song that is happening every Monday throughout the year. I have no idea what week we're on, but I'm sure I could go to his Spotify and figure out what week we are in the year based on how many songs he has out, which it's kind of like navigating by the stars. If you can tell where the North Star is, you know at least in which direction to go for North. However, if you are wondering what day of the week it is, you can go to YouTube, you can check out Alaska Red 907, and you can guess, guesstimate what day it is by when, uh, when the Monday song came out. So if it says two days ago, there's a really, really good chance that it might be Wednesday. All right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, real quick solid shout out and thank you for Seth, uh, to Seth, Victor, and Jason for their time and their insight. Now, some of you may want to know why this podcast is so long. Well, we're getting a fight breakdown. The fight itself was only about seven minutes. However, this podcast stretches out to an hour and seven minutes. So by the time this intro is done, that's how long it took for the actual fight to happen. All right. A lot going on there. Man, there's so much going on in this fight. And if you have access to UFC Fight Pass, by all means, check out this fight on Fight Pass. Let me know what you think. Uh, drop a comment in the description. Really solid shout-out. Very, very absolutely solid shout-out to Jared Mazarek and the folks over at Legacy Jiu-Jitsu. They won a whole bunch of matches that night. They've got a dude by the name of Carlton who's got a jab that would not quit. It found where it was going. It found its location and it made a guy's face purple from the beating. By the way, that particular dude who goes by the fight name Wolverine kept going. I'm sure he's healed up by now because he's Wolverine. That being said, also a very good fight. Uh, that was the co-main event and the main event. Super dope. Uh, if you've not been to an AFC event, they've got another one coming up on March 11th. I will be heading up there. If you would like to meet me, I'd love to meet you. I mean, hang out. Walk around the building. 
have a smoky smoke or something. Maybe we'll just talk. Maybe we'll shoot the poop and try and uh, game plan what's going to happen with the fights. That's one of the things I like to do. All right, folks. Thank you very, very much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen and others. Victor Rodriguez, South Stacy, and da 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 da, Jason Chavaria. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, license 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, license 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, license 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611. I love your man bun. Thank, it's a sweet-ass man bun. It's, uh, it is my tribute to uh, Elias Thetero, the the main event, who is the first sanctioned cannabis athlete. From Portlandia. No, um, uh, Canada, Montreal. so pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From from Portlandia, right? Uh, well, Montreal, yeah. Quebec, from Quebec, Quebec, from yeah, Quebec, Portlandia. Basically, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Canada to. He, he's a TriStar guy. Is he a TriStar guy? Yeah. Okay. But he got kicked out of the UFC. Isaac, where's my phone? So what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we just talking? All right. About so player? right now, yeah, we're let's talk about the fight. We're in uh, round one, uh, inside of the very first round of. Victor Rodriguez's fight with uh, Jared Mazur. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down. Well, we are sitting down with Victor, uh, with his jiu-jitsu coach and with his striking coach, uh, Jason Chavaria and Seth Stacy, respectively, with the champ. And we're going to walk, well, they're going to talk us through the fight. And this is uh, my opportunity to ask Victor and his coach questions about what we're looking at so they can kind of talk us through it. If you yourself are at home and you have UFC Fight Pass, Watch the fight, and this is your this is your fight companion, ladies and gentlemen, and others. And bless your heart, all idiots. So, so should we go over the game plan first before we talk about the fight? Well, yeah, let's let's kind should, of do should, that. Should we cover that and what we yeah. looked at and why? Well, should we yeah. give that information, Vic? Or yeah. Are you are you comfortable with that? Go for it. Give them, give them that information and show them how smart you are, Coach. <laughs> all right, all right, Coach. So if you're uh, logging into your Fight Pass account right now where you're trying to illegally stream it, we're going to give you a second to get there. And Coach Stacy is going to talk to us 
uh, talk us through the fight that was the main event for AFC Alaska Fighting Championship 157. Okay, so first off, I'll just say this. I can come up with whatever game plan, but Vic is the one that actually has to implement it, right? So that should tell you everything about how skillful he is. Um, number one, I'll just say this. Southpaw is not a strong stance. So he fought that whole fight from his weak stance, okay? I wouldn't even really say that too much because Vic is strong in both stances, but his primary one is orthodox, right? Um, anyways, uh, we watched a lot of film on Jared, and uh, we watched uh, Toby Misek. I believe that's his name. I hope I didn't slaughter it. Sorry, man, if I did. Um, we watched him fight Jared, and that's where I kind of picked up a lot of his game plan. Um, I watched other fights where orthodox people fought him, and he you know, pretty much pressured him a lot in the first two rounds and then clinched him up, tied him up, ran against the cage and, you know, took him down to the ground and looked to have his way. One thing I noticed with uh, Toby is in the later rounds, um, rounds three and four, I'll start there for a second, is because of Southpaw, Jared had a real hard time um, getting the takedown. In the first two rounds, he looked to control Toby and then press him up against the cage. They did some clinch work, and he looked for like um, getting the outside angle and looking for head outside singles for against Toby. So we wanted to go southpaw with him and keep the angle in the first couple of rounds so that um, Jared couldn't get the uh, head outside single or switch to the head inside single. We wanted to lead the dance. Um, it makes it harder. And we wanted to use a lot of feints off the left-hand side to stop him from shooting for the double leg. Um, we, with Toby, he used inside low kicks a lot, um, which is, ended up how he TKO'd him in the fourth round. Um, and we watched Toby a lot, like use his lead hand, um, to keep Jared at distance. So number one, Jared, if he's, you know, he's a grappler, we, we know that he's got good jujitsu and he's got, you know, good wrestling. So we wanted to keep him long so we could see him and keep that distance and keep him at distance to make the shot more difficult for him and keep the angle so that he couldn't have those shots as well, right? And then Vic could lead that that that, that dance. Um, uh, Vic would cut him off or keep the angle. Um, so anyways, a lot of it came from the Toby fight. Um, something that Jared does in every single one of his fights is he looks for the knee bar. Usually he goes single X on the lead leg. So we knew that we needed knee bar defense. Usually what happens is they get into a, I don't even know what the position would be. They either go from half guard or whatever, but usually what happens is, is he'll spin underneath or they'll backspin over and they'll look for the knee bar. So Coach Jason, you know, I talked with Coach Jason, I saw it, and then we worked, you know, killing single X um, all the time, knee bar defense, leg lock defense, like a whole chain, um, and then wrestling. Um, actually, a big proponent is Jason's boy, Isaac. Um, Shout he, out to he, Isaac. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He shot, reshot, tons of shooting. Um, Parker worked a ton of wrestling up against the cage so that we could fight him off of there, right? And like, um, once we got all these proponents together that we knew that he was going to utilize, running him up against the cage, looking for single X, looking for the knee bar, head outside single, head inside single, um, we basically just put this game plan together based off of all of his previous fights that we saw him utilize. That's awesome. That's great. 
Vic had to do all of that, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I could say, hey, let's do this, let's do that. If Vic wasn't successful in implementing the game plan, um, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, something with Jared, I'll be honest with you, in the fight, uh, very impressed with his countering. Um, he, 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 he landed a lot. Um, and he dismissed on a few times. So his striking was definitely a lot better than I had anticipated him to be, you know, for sure. Likewise, that, too. You know, for it sure. Was, it was very so, so mad, mad respect to him. Um, other thing, too, is we knew that Vic trained for a five-round five fight, 45 seconds rest the whole time, shark tanked. Like, we, we were there. We, we did not underestimate Jared, like, ever. Right? Never once did we ever underestimate him. Um, we knew that he was going to come out hard in the first two, and we wanted to capitalize in the back half of the fight, to be honest with you. Yeah. Didn't really want to engage him too much in the first couple of first rounds, round, yeah. but yet um, I think Jared was there to fight. I think he was looking to try to knock Vic out, and vice versa, you know. Um, Vic was a gamer, and he's going to scrap it there too, right? Um, so ultimately... That was kind of why Jared, you could see Jared fade a little bit between in the in, into the second round because he wasn't used to that pressure. Um, in the, the the Toby fight, he started to fade at the end of three, what? right? And about half uh, halfway through the third round, and he was really severely fading in the fourth. Um, and then he and, and then and then like the leg kicks like basically finished him. So yeah, that was pretty much the game plan, right? I mean, I watched a bunch of film. We broke him down. Vic, um, I'll just say this. Guys, if you're looking to fight, build up your toolbox. So can I give Victor an opportunity to plug a sponsor oh, yeah. real quick? You bet. All right. So in, in your experience um, in, in prepping for the fight, your, your coach is talking about uh, uh, you know resting for 45 seconds. Um, how important was, was the, the training at Certitude uh, under Coach uh, Nikki? It was uh, it was great because Can you uh, speak on the microphone a little bit louder. It was great because she was helping me out with my diet and stuff like that. I, I we actually I was gonna fight in October or something like that, and I couldn't take the fight because I was just overweight and I just didn't feel comfortable coming in so heavy and stuff like that. So one of my biggest things was my weight. So Nikki really started helping me out uh, with my nutrition and my diet and stuff like that. So uh, you know I would come in at training and she can tell how much I weigh or what I've been eating just by looking at my body. And she was just on top of it, you know, always getting on to me if I wasn't drinking water or whatever. So she was, she helped me out a lot with my diet and stuff like that. Did it make the uh, weight cut or the preparation for the weight cut much easier? Yes, definitely. Because uh, last time I was going to fight, I was like two weeks, uh, maybe like uh, three weeks away and I was like 155 or something like that. That's a lot of weight, you know. So I was like, I wanted to walk around 145, 140 and stuff like that. That way I don't have to lose so much. So that's why we had to stop. That's why we didn't go through with that fight. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But So this time around... I lost, I lost the weight, I felt good, I felt clean, and, uh, you know, the actual pounds were easy to, you know, not easy, but, you know, it's, it's not 55, you know, you're not losing 15 pounds or so, you know, so it's, yeah. it was nice. So she definitely helped me out a lot with my nutrition, yeah. Okay. Um, what was the, as, um, as the fight is, is different, this is on a, on a much larger stage, um, was the preparation different than one of the local fights? And if so, how? It was because um, because local local talent, you know, like you know, local shows. I mean, they're the fighters are good, but Jared's Jared's been a pro and he's been fighting up there, fighting 
for belts and stuff all you know all the way up there you know he's fighting up in anchorage i'm fighting little small town shows you know it's it's a difference you know he, he's, he's used to more crowds and he's used to more more pressure and stuff like that so to me i i had to take it serious and i should you know go to training get up in the morning and go work out with uh, Nikki and then go work and then go train with Seth and after that go go spar and stuff like that. It was hard, you know, but I was like, I, was, I just knew uh, my mom was coming, my family was coming, a bunch of people were, were uh, driving up there and, I, and to me it wasn't just about me no more, it was about the whole gym. Everybody really came in and, and Nate was sparring with me, uh, Chris was sparring with me, you know, I, some people were getting hurt in sparring and, you know, by accident and, and like, they didn't have to be there and they were there so to me it's like i have to give it all you know even before i go up there at least like show my team like hey man no matter what happens i'm i'm, I'm gonna give it 100 percent, like you guys are giving me 100 percent. so that that meant the world to me so when, when i went up there I, I was prepared you know what i mean i was like i don't care what happens i'm prepared you know so that that made the big difference so uh and and to me i feel like that's what made the difference between the fights uh i went up there hungry and i feel like he just i feel like he uh, underestimated me a little bit and uh, I felt like that was the biggest difference, for okay. sure. Um, so you've won the belt. Um, yeah. It's a little early to start talking about your, your first uh, title defense, so I, I don't want to necessarily get into that. Well, there's got to heal up. He's yeah. absolutely got to heal up. So before we, we talk about the fight, we want to talk about the GoFundMe? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... You, in the ultimate, are you not entertained? Let's talk about the the little uh, the, the GoFundMe. How did this uh, get started? Uh, the GoFundMe it started. Um, I'm first of all, I'm not much of a GoFundMe kind of guy. I rather ask for work than anything else. But you know, in the situation, man, it is a big deal. I, I it was a war. Um, um, my friend, people we train with, his name, his name is Carlos Seed. He uh, he started it up for me, and a lot of people are um, donating already. And it's only been one day, and to me, that's awesome. So to me, it's like is I feel it's okay to ask for help every once in a while and, and I really do need the help and um, behind my you know my taxes my kids you know my kids dentist bills I need the help you know and I'm gonna take the help uh, and you know uh, it was uh, I'll take it because it's like a c community thing and it's a belt and I feel like I can do something awesome with this well let's just put it this way you know um, there's not a lot of insurance out there you know yeah. Vic, Vic it's you know, pretty much works for himself. He's he's the boss. Is going to come out of his you know his pocket. He's up there to fight. You know, not only like to you know to help pursue his career, get a belt championship, but also to entertain individuals. You know, and uh, you know they don't they don't have insurance. Um, you know, for like there at the, the for him to be able to go to the hospital and get sewn up from a headbutt, you know, yeah. um, or, you know, his tooth, you know, which his tooth was already broke a long time ago, but then it was rebusted, you know, and, uh, you know, now that's what's split. So the GoFundMe is really for his, you know, root canal, you know? So can we talk about the injuries? Uh, what, yeah. what, what, if, what's, uh, so there's the, the cut from the headbutt. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got the, the tooth. Yep, the tooth. Mm -hmm. um, and then sore shin. Sore, sore shin yeah. Yeah. from you and you and kicking the shit out of somebody. Kicking the shit out. Yep, I was um, kicking the shit out. Out of, a, sure. out of the, out of the, yeah. I was definitely trying to kick him hard. I, that was my favorite one. I knew, I knew the inside low kicks were gonna be my, uh, my thing. So I, I wanted him to feel them. You know. Yeah. Cause that, that's how Toby stopped him last time. You know. Yep. So I was like, 
you know, I gotta go with that. That was my, that's my and cup of tea there. Vic sees him extremely well. Yeah, so he like my leg. I sparred with Vic a little bit. My inside of my leg is sore. Nate's inside of his leg is sore. Chris's <laughs> leg is sore. Everybody's leg inside is of their sore. leg is sore. Everybody's leg is sore. I'm probably just as bad as Jared's leg was sore for the amount of weeks that we took beating. So I'll tell so, you what. Uh, when, you're, when your leg is Jared, healed up, feel I will pain. take an inside leg kick from oh, you. Oh, is that right? Again. We'll do it on video. Oh, my I will gosh. Take it yes. Up. I'll take. I'll take. It's gonna suck, and I know it's gonna suck. It's a bad idea. The first time that I met Seth, we were we were in Redemption. We I showed him that like, <laughs> with the left leg, though. Yeah, he's the one that showed me that. He, he showed me that we were, like the first time I met him. We were at a, we were going to a different gym, and we were sparring. He's like, "Oh, you should do this and this and that." Well, I used it on him, and then he ended up having a big old green leg. <laughs> <inside. laughs> Vic's got a lot more control now. I didn't have no control back then. Yeah, no control. So when I was getting those, they were hundies. So how long have you guys been training together? Dude. A long time. A long, long time. Probably seven years. I mean, eight years maybe. Yeah, right so, around uh, there. So thousands of days. Yeah, thousands for sure. Days, yeah. Well, he's the reason that we started BMT. Uh, him and I together, we made that decision. You know, we watched some videos. It was... Uh, um, what was it off of, uh, Hands the, R- the, yeah, the RFLX videos, the Dwayne Ludwig, uh, you know, uh, core curriculum. Okay. Um, I, I bought those and I saw this drill on there, the hands footwork drill. And I, sh- and I showed Vic the number system that, you know, Dwayne had at the time. And I'm like, what do you think? He's like, well, let's go do some of these. We did the hands footwork drill and, you know, just moving and hitting with our feet. Cause we didn't have that from, we've never seen that in training from anybody else. Right. Holy crap, you can punch in, move your feet together right. at the same time. We were like, that's a miracle, you know? Yeah. So at that point in time, that's when we started. We started in the garage doing that, you know? So, yeah, so we've been together his, a long his time. garage, when you stand in there, he had like a punching bag, some mats. But what, literally like three people can stand in there? Yeah. They had alone move around and stuff like that. It was a small little garage, man. It was awesome. Good memories, man. It was one of my favorite because it's like anybody can start from like, you know, like a nice fancy garage. But like, you know, you start off from a garage where like two people can just stand there, you know. And everybody, like, you look at my hands now and they look pretty clean. But I wish people could see the hands when we first started. We got right. videos. Like, you know, there's, you know, people call me talented. There's no talent, man. You got to see it's the before and after right. videos, man. Before and after videos, man. You know, you, 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 you look back at the videos, man. We all laugh, man. It's just it's so funny because you're like, look at my cross and this and this and that. And it's just it's awesome, you know. So it's it's good memories. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had to put up with my coaching and me learning the whole way through, like not knowing how to explain yeah. anything and you know not yeah. really knowing it. He had to have a lot of patience with it's me awesome. too. So is this also like you learning to coach at the same time that, that you like you're, you're figuring out how all of this is working together? Well, so like the yeah when. Back then, I had to watch all the videos. I'd stay up till midnight. And then we did have some people come in there. Uh, it was like uh, Mike, uh, uh, Dave Duncan. Um, who was the other kid? Had, uh, Felix Bobby or had, Bobby Felix. Yeah, we had Jay. Jay, Dougie. Dougie. Right? Dave Dungan, I think. We had all those guys come in, and uh, we just worked the BMT system. We put them together, and we worked drills. Oh, Tyler Ming. Tyler Ming. Tyler yeah. Ming. You know, we, we would try to get together, and I'd study the, the footage the night before and try to understand the drills and the curriculum. And then the next day, we would get together, and we'd put it together, you know? So there was a lot of learning, and just system-wise, right? Okay. Understanding the material. So I, I want to get back to just because um, we've got to kind of yeah. watch the fight. I do want to uh, speak to uh, Coach Jason oh, real yeah. quick. 
Um, it, one of the things, uh, one of the things Jared is really known for uh, is his leg locks. Like that was, um, you know, that was the win over John George was, I believe, a knee bar, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so <coughs> coming in with the, the, the single X, um, can you kind of explain what the single X is? Uh, it's uh, Marcelo Garcia made it famous, the single X, really, single X to X card. Um, yeah, it's like a, he's riding one leg with the foot kind of tucked up behind the butt and the outer foot is around the outside leg, kind of reaping a little bit and on kicking on the body. And there's a lot of control there where your arm is is locked on like a chicken wing on the on the ankle. So so that single X, it, it's a setup for a sweep directly into foot locks, ankle locks, all that stuff. Um, what we saw in the video though was he was hitting it. He would like to draw where how he entered into the leg locks was was either from half guard or from full guard. He would get dig underneath the leg and start passing them by and then he would wait for them to step over and then give him the the knee bar which is a really nice entry i use the same entry yeah, a lot it's a, you can also Sneaky. swim underneath it to take the back uh little shout out to uh, lizzie clay she just taught a video on it with her oversized giant little brother on this right pretty on much on the that. same entry but from half guard you know it's just like you just pass them by and they go right into the knee bar it's really easy to do when the other guy doesn't know what's happening. But it's and the thing is with leg locks, <clears throat> leg locks work when the other person wants to play with you. But if 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 the person doesn't want to play leg locks and they're quick and they see it coming, because leg locks you can see them coming, and you just evade and, and just step away. You have that option in MMA to just kick out and, and punch them in the face. You know, where in jiu-jitsu, you kind of just, either you're going to play leg locks or you're just going to come up and try to, you know, go to a better position, pass the guard, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right, so let's start the fight. Perfect. All right. Do we want volume? No, no volume. No volume. He, the, he, the UFC owns this. He, so like, I don't he, also, that. he also will go for guillotines, too. Yeah, well, that was something that On we Chris. too. He went on yeah. Chris Burbridge. All right, so yeah. they're going to their corners right now. Yeah. All right, so coaches. Like we worked more guillotines than we did legs. Well, we were guillotines, yeah. rear nakeds, um, kimuras, yeah, um, any of the chokes, right? Because those are the yeah. two number one or the number one main submission. And getting right? and getting up. And then getting up, right? Not yeah. settling. Yeah. No, we're about to start here. So, Victor, what's going on through your mind right now? Right there, I just uh, when, once I started, once they say go, I just autopilot, baby, you know. Everything's all downloaded. We're ready to go. Not nervous or anything. The front kick. Um, did you see it coming? No. I felt it though. So let's let's talk about that for a second. In the first ten seconds, we had a game plan for the first ten seconds. We want to get Jared reaching out with his lead hand, right? Because he tends to do that. So that's why Vic was touching, yeah. And then what we wanted to do is use what's called a shake and get out his from open stance. Get out the lead side and then throw, faint the jab and then throw the overhand to try to clip him. But what was funny is in that in that transition is when Jared threw the front kick as it was starting to go, which disrupted it a little bit. Yeah. And because that's where Vic, you could see Vic was starting to like step in to throw that sequence. Just so you know, right? Because that's what we were working. Yeah. 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 But he followed through with it anyways afterwards. <clears throat> 
Lots of lead hand play. So how much of this is, is feeling out space? They were saying there was a lot of feeling out. I didn't, I didn't feel nothing. I just wanted to hit him. <laughs> to be honest, I was like, forget the feeling out. I could have felt him out a lot more, you know? But I wanted to get in his face, pressure him. I wanted to get sweaty, get in his face, and that way I, I can run around and kind of avoid him. That way I can get sweaty. That was a nice reciprocal. So let's talk right about why you wanted to get sweaty. Because obviously he's going to try to take me down, right? He's really good at jiu-jitsu, so he's going to try to take me down. So, um, you know, in the first rounds, I'm, if we're both dry and he takes me down, he can grab my legs super easy. So if I'm super sweaty and stuff like that, you know, jiu-jitsu goes off the window. So I was trying to, the first round, I was just kind of wanted to run away, kind of get my cardio up. That way I can sweat. And if he grabs me, I'm easy, I can easily get out easier, you know? So the first round, I was just more just running away from him, really. Or keeping that pressure, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Did you feel like he was like maybe like just getting in there with Parker? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt really implemented the yeah, fight. Yeah, it looked a lot did, like Jared. Dude, he looked just yeah. like him. He even yeah. did the whole hand thing. He's like, he I'm did. gonna do the little hand thing. Like, dude, do he looked just yeah. like him. And I was Parker's thinking, amazing. I was the yeah, yeah. So was, was Parker doing that intentionally? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I asked that. Matt to emulate Jared, right? Yeah. And this part, you and guys, they, they both have the same build in a sense. You know? Yeah. Both him, Parker. This this is the benefit of having a team and good training partners, right? You have many people that can implement and give many different looks, yeah? Different skill sets. So you guys that are, you know, like kind of training alone, I recommend getting some partners, getting in some place where you got, you know, some good training. I do have a question about uh, some of the training partners. Um, so you also, let's, let's talk a little bit about Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate is in the room, by the way. Heavyweight? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so nice I've got a question. How how hard does Victor hit? He hits very, very hard. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the ulcer. Right. So, in the ulcer. Yeah, I got an ulcer. Body shots. Oh, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been out for a while with an ulcer. And I told, oh, I told my coach, Seth, I said, I Man, I, I'll come in, but I, I can't be sparring or anything. Second day, Vic and I are doing five, five-minute rounds. <laughs> I was like, that didn't work. Vic's, Vic's uh, giving me body shots. And it was pretty brutal. But besides that, ulcer aside, he, he hits hard. He's something else. Yeah. And Nasty developed a, an insane double leg all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, how did he get under Vic? He's, He's three feet taller than him. How did he get under him, right? That was like, that was the craziest uh, shit ever. That was awesome. Uh, rugby. It was just rugby tackle. Yeah, he, yeah, you did. You straight up tackled him. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're, we're, we're outside of the first minute now. Um, So Vic's looking to touch, pull, and create. We worked inside leg kicks. Jared uh, caught the kick, which was uh, sick. Makes a takedown, turns him, runs him into the cage. What does touch, pull, create? Touch, pull. Basically, I'm trying to get Vic to have have a rhythm for himself. Um, and he's. I, I want him to like use some feints and, and like get the guy to be reactive so that Vic can counter him or like blitz him one or the other, right? It's just up to Vic and what he sees in the fight. I, I just want him touching and being light and finding his rhythm, right? That's that's what I'm looking for there. Um, anyways, he threw a great leg kick, landed it, and then what a hell of a job by Jared for catching the kick and then uh, turning Vic into the cage, and then he gets, you know, top position. 
But this is something beautiful that you watch. Um, uh, I actually have Jason talk about it a little bit because there's a lot of things going on here that's incredible. By the way, for you at home, we're at 342. All right, Victor's there chilling, and he said he was relaxed because he wasn't getting punched. And Jared's like a jujitsu guy, so he's trying to work some jujitsu, but he he's in an awkward position. Victor's got one butterfly hook in, but the other leg's through. It's almost like Victor, you could have gone for a leg lock yourself, right, right, but right, you yeah, right. but you weren't. And then he's in it, and he's sitting up, and and uh, Jared's going for a guillotine, but it's very hard to get his hand under his chin to to solidify that grip, and he's climbing up on top. And he just hip escapes, scoot, butt scoots to the outside towards the center of the cage, and he comes. He's coming up. This is really nice because yeah. this is like this is like he does. Yeah, comes up with a single, and Victor has a, a really good talent of just being innovative and and creative in the moment, like no matter what. And then he's gonna come up, boom. Gets ah, a high crotch, ah, throws yeah. him down. Jared, uh, to be honest, that was a really... I, I didn't expect Jared to pop up that quick. Yeah, he got, Jared had great hips there. Like, no, he had a... That was, that was beautiful. His hand down? He had his, no, he had his hands like this. Bam. Oh, when he came up Yeah, when he came up off the yeah, mat. Yeah, okay. his hips were great. I was going to say, no, that crotch lift was, was on point. The yeah. thing was is that he had his head still uh, under his... Uh, yeah, okay. under his armpit right there. But still, Jared couldn't get under his chin. Okay. Oh, for the the secondary for the guillotine, guillotine. See his hands there, and he's trying yeah. to get under his chin, and and Vic didn't allow. Vic it. wasn't allowing it. We 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 choked him a lot. No. I love the body work too. Yeah. Right. And he was trying to lift him with butter. Jared's trying to lift Vic again with butterflies to try to get underneath him. And he kills the hip. He shifts. Yeah. He's, yeah. He sat back, puts his hips down. That's the thing with leg locks. You got they need the hips raised to get under right. them. If the hips aren't raised, there's no game. There's no leg lock game. So, yeah, like 250, um, me and Coach Jason are like, get the F out of there yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, he's already been in there too long for our liking, <laughs> yeah. right? Because uh, it's the first round. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. right here, so right here, yeah. I, I heard my coach yeah. say, uh, you know, I need to get out. I knew right off the bat that I needed to get out. But at this I moment, I, I, was, I was, of course, I wanted to hit him a few times, <laughs> but I, I, I felt his strength and he didn't. I was just testing out his strength and his, his jiu-jitsu, you know. Oh, I was just wow. It out. So that's, a little bit was feeling out, and I knew I had to get out, but, you know, just wanted to add that. Yeah. And also right here, before we go on. This, yeah. Right 245. here. 245. He's got his hand on his on his neck and his head, and he's and he's got a kind of a wizard right here. Right. And he gets up pretty much as like getting up off of the cage with like what like Archuleta showed, showed right. us. Yeah. And, uh, and watch how he gets up. It's beautiful. Comes up. Goes out. Exit. Yeah. It's something I love too. Is like throughout this whole fight, Vic is in the center of the, the the cage. Something I asked him to do was after the grappling was to press Jared because we knew Jared was a bigger <laughs> guy and he was cutting more weight. So instead of letting Jared rest or us to you know Vic to rest, it was after the striking into the grappling, and then we wanted him to get up and then pressure him because he rests when he does jujitsu. He doesn't yeah. rest when he strikes. Yeah. So we wanted to keep yeah. that pressure on Jared yeah. to push him, right? Yeah. Pours that stress yeah. on him. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So yeah, using lots of feints. Okay. Oh, that hard. now that right straight from Jared at around two twenty five. Um, did you feel that? Uh, <laughs> I felt that. <clears throat> no, I honestly didn't feel any of his power to be honest. I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, 
But like I, I, I got hit by Nasty Nate. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, dude, Nasty Nate's a heavyweight. Pre- preparation yeah. for this, man. Like you we, trained with the heavyweights. We went hard, man. And yeah, I was Chris is a one fifty-five or one sixty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the first few, uh, the first ones, he cracked me with. I definitely felt them, but my adrenaline was kicking so much yeah. and my preparation for this fight. I mean, and he started wearing off. You know, so his yeah. power. I, I, honestly, at what point do you think his power started wearing off? I believe, man, the first two minutes, man. To be honest. I don't know if I don't know. Maybe my adrenaline kicked in really hard, but um, there's, the, there's the shin connection, there. the shin contact right there. What about that? That one hurt. Okay, yeah. that one definitely hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, go go kick a tree with your bare shit. Don't do that. That was about two. That was about two oh five. Yeah, that was, that was ugly. Yeah, that was yeah. that one really hurt so bad. I, I did it twice, but I will say that he clipped me a few times. I I didn't feel him, but I did kind of like. Um, I didn't know where I was. I didn't. It was just kind of. You, you know, little. You just get you get touched up and you don't know if you're where you're at for a second. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Vic did great keeping range. And Jared was awesome too. Like um, his pressure here in the last minute thirty. You know, um, that was something that we we talked about too. Is like when we watched other fights. As soon as Jared starts getting active, right? There's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. He's looking for the takedown. Some, something's happening. He's trying to to you know to to look for the takedown. And uh, actually, Jared lands a pretty good bunch of sequences squares on Vic. Off. Yeah, Vic. Vic's trying to evade. Jared does a great, good, good job cutting him off and then moving him into his power. And he caught him. Pretty yeah, good. this one where he clips me. And this one, this one, uh, I got lost for a split second. Right, right here. One twenty-six. Good one. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, like that was that was pretty much Jared's best shot. And Vic ate it like it was a like nice little happy meal. And so, then composure back to the center. Of the have ring. we had the headbutt yet? Not no, yet. that's at okay. thirty seconds. Okay. I so, love the alley cross hook there. The alley cross hook is absolutely great. Vic's just right in his face, <clears throat> keeping good pressure. You can tell like Jared's activity. He really slowed down here. He's resting right now at distance, and Vic just landed a beautiful overhand. Um, from Orthodox, Jared catches him with a couple punches. Vic does a nice knee in the clinch. Um, Jared's keeping pressure a little bit. <laughs> he did the he did a bird on you. I just saw that. Did you see that? Let's go back. Watch. He's gonna do a bird. He's gonna shake his right hand at you and throw two hands. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so at about forty seconds. Yeah. yeah. He did a bird. Very He's nice. like, look at the bird over here. This, this, is, where blah, blah. The, this is where the headbutt butt comes in. I believe. Yep. He's circling out. Oh, oh, already Jared. It already oh, happened. It already happened. Mm. Oh. Good right hand, trading left hooks, lead hooks. Now, what's going through your mind now that you know you're bleeding? Uh, actually, uh, it went in my eye and it got blurry. My left eye got blurry and I got scared for the last last minute. I was running away. I mean, there's a couple times where I had a fire against him because he was he was there, but most of the time I was I was backing up. Um, <laughs> you took your mouthpiece out. <laughs> Seven seconds in the fight. Um, <laughs> why did you do that? What was going through your brain right there? I don't know. Honestly, to this day, I, I've been, it, it bothers me. I don't know why I did it. For some reason, I did it. I don't know if it was subconsciously like knowing my tooth broke or whatever it was, but I took it off, and I don't know why I did it. I did it a few times. I did it twice. <laughs> and then Jared so kindly helps you put it back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right when I put it back, it back in, Jared, like, straight right. Lands me on, yeah, was, <laughs> thank you, Jared. <laughs> Yo, fuck. <laughs> like, you see it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally like, helped him put it right back in. Last four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Vic's in his face, into round one. All right, so, um, Coach, you got 
let's pause this right now and, and make yeah. your case for three men in the ring. Oh, all right. So basically, this is my worst nightmare of all time. Is uh, he's got a cut, um, but there's only one person allowed in the cage to handle the cut um, because right now they don't allow three cornermen. You know, uh, normally uh, large events they allow three cornermen, two to come in, um, one to sit out. They don't have a uh, a cut man, you know, because it's normally you don't have this kind of war, right? I mean, as far as like the level and the skill set of like Vic and as of Jared, you know, like um, Alaska's kind of s- small. I mean, they're, don't get me wrong, there's great fighters, right? But when you're talking about events like this and the skill set of both of these guys and as hard as they throw, um, you need to be able to have somebody, you know, as a cut man. So. Since the AFC, you know, AFC isn't going to provide one, right, because they cost, um, we should be able to do that. But we need to have another person in there to not only, like, give him ice, give him water, rinse out his mouth, um, dry him off, towel him off, and then have somebody, if he's cut, for instance, like Vic was cut, um, to deal with the cut, right, to take and use an inswell or to take, uh, um, what's this stuff called, um, a coagulant, you know, put it in there. Um, and then to, to, you know, best press the wound and then stuff it full of Vaseline. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much my worst nightmare is that I'm there. I don't have, uh, also like, uh, the lady at front, I didn't know how this worked, whether you had to grease your own fighter because they provided somebody to, so I didn't grease up Vic before because they provided somebody to do that. I will never, ever allow anybody to ever do that for my fighter ever again. And um, I didn't have the Vaseline there on my side with me, you know. So with that being said, there's a lot of, like, oddities of, like, how that kind of went down, right? Yeah. Um, a couple weeks before that, I actually had texted, you know, Nick and talked to him and just said, hey, look, we should have three corner men. And he's like, you know, that's not what we do. We have two. Um, and, and actually, it was, like, February 12th when I had mentioned that. It's like I kind of, like had a concern, like I foresaw that I was worried that that might happen, you know? Usually, they don't, right? They don't usually get cuts like that, but when you're dealing with headbutts, that's what happens. So, yeah, anyways, worst nightmare, right? Um, the referee, Jared, he was great. He told me, hey, coach, um, you need to get this stop bleeding or I'm going to stop the fight. And I felt that, like, Vic won that round, um, and I was really concerned. So, I basically, when you see in between the round, I took my shirt and immediately got pressure on it um tried to like push it together and push the blood i don't know as much as possible um coach jason gave me another towel i put my thumb pretty much in the wound and just like sealed it up as hard as i could (coughs) right to to try to force the, the the blood away from it so it stopped bleeding um like i said i didn't have the vaseline because the lady there was the one uh lubing them up and uh, so then we had to do the round, and Jared, Jared's uh, basically said, hey, he's going to stop the fight. Vic was on the same page. as I, I didn't even have to talk with him. I was just like, pretty much we looked at each other, and he knew, oh, and shit. I knew that, like, this round was important. Like, he, he needed uh, to go in this round, you know? Um, and by then, it was, the, the time was over. That minute went extremely fast, and then I went out. You know? All right. So... 
Can I add something real quick? Yeah, yeah. by all means. Well, what's crazy about this? Can you pause it real quick? Yeah. Uh, what's crazy about this is like I'm, I'm a firm believer in like uh, whatever you see in your in your head or whatever you think about comes to Yeah. Yeah. Manifest. Yeah. Right. So I uh, for a long time before this fight even happened, I had this is uh, awesome. I had a, I kept having dreams and kind of like a nightmare, you know, where I was in a fight. And the reason I was thinking thinking about it during the days because of all the nightmares that I had about it. And in this dream, I was in a fight and uh, I got cut up and really bad. And in between rounds, uh, um, the ref comes up to me and goes, "Oh, you know, you're cut up pretty bad, man. I'm gonna have to stop the fight." And I'm telling the ref, "Please don't stop the fight. You know, this is just a dream. I'm like, don't stop the fight. I worked so hard for this. You know, just give me one more round. Just give me one more round." And so he said, okay, I'll give you one more round. And then uh, after that, in the second or the next round, I went in there and finished the fight and won a, won a belt. And uh, this was way before this fight happened. So I feel like, That's awesome. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's uh, kind of an awesome and to, me, and to me, when I was working, I was, I was like, man, why do I keep having this dream? I hope, that, you know, like this is man, weird. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know? Dude, that's what Pastor's so preaching on tomorrow is dreams. That that take you up for the next promotion. Yeah. Wow. So it, you know that's that that's is wild. That's something pretty cool because to me it's like holy sh like I look back now I'm like wow that my whatever I was thinking about this whole time just happened you know and it was it was kind of like a movie movie like a fairy tale in my eyes because I was like holy crap you know this rest about to stop this fight I came back and just finished that guy and how I did it is like uh, to me it's beautiful you know you, you believed you could do it yeah you know it's awesome yeah. it was pretty cool so that I wanted to add that yeah that kids cool. if you believe. You yeah. can achieve. Yeah, you can put in the work. All right. Yeah. So we're at the very uh, minute of the break. So I'm assuming that's when Jared is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Cam told me. Yeah. Uh, Shirt right there in his eye. Okay. So do you remember what you were saying to him? Because there are words coming out of your mouth. Yeah. I was like, need three damn cornermen. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so were you in agreement that the, that was bullshit in that particular moment I, I, I was just so worried about the fight I, I, was yeah. just, I, I was like I don't have any Vaseline I know what I gotta do like I just needed just yeah. you know whatever I was kind of pissed off like for a split second I was like I can't believe I'm a, I, for a split second I thought I was gonna lose that fight because of that cut because of the cut yeah I'm like you gotta be kidding me man but it stopped bleeding it did great yeah, it yeah. Did great, like yeah. for yeah. what I did with the amount of time that I had yeah like like Miracle. yeah I, 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 that was awesome, you know? And I, to be honest with you, even if we had Vaseline, I think the big glob would have been knocked out, yeah. you know, to be honest with you, too. But, yeah, Vic gets in there, and then everything is pressure. Vic is, like, like right in his face. So, Vic, what's going through your mind right now at the top of the second round? Um, I just know I'm going to put more pressure, and I just got to just... I was being really calm, you know, uh, surprisingly. I was just looking for stuff. His focus was beautiful. Yeah, like he was, was so focused. I wasn't trying to knock him out. I, you know, I knew I had to. I knew I had to turn it up, but I knew I couldn't force it because I knew the takedown. Yeah, it was gonna come. Yeah, it was gonna come. Something I want to talk about too is Vic's pressuring him right now, and Jared made an adjustment. So Vic was throwing single shots, trying to land the left hand and the left inside low kick, and uh, Jared started to catch and counter in the first thirty seconds of the round two, and. What's beautiful is the more you watch the fight go on, Vic makes an adjustment, right, in real time. And he starts to use feints like he, he like, instinctually does it. I mean, I remember saying touch, touch and create. So he starts fainting, and then that disrupts Jared's catch and counter. But Jared was doing a great job of, you know, accepting the shot and trying to clip him on his way out. <clears throat> 
You see it several times. Vic's right in the pocket with him. Jared's tired. <coughs> right here. That was beautiful that stuff. That was sweet. Now, when he shot for the takedown at about 425 and you were able to stuff it, were you pretty confident? Uh, no, not really. I wasn't confident, no. Uh, I kind of got lucky on that one, really. Uh, just the movement was so... It was an instinct. It was just an instinct. I got really yeah. got lucky with it. When, when he shot, I was like, shit, you know? And I don't know what happened within the movement, but then we kind of spun out. I was like, holy shit, that was a close one. You yeah. got the underhook. So, yeah, it happened. It was yeah. great. You yeah. got the yeah. underhook. Yeah. And stopped you hit, it. You hit your hips in his face and, mm. and, and knocked him back. Nice. Yeah, and then they're in a clinch. How, hold on, can you rewind that? Because yeah, how, how, how did he know to shoot that double? Um, Vic threw the overhand oh, left, or threw the left, the big left hook, right. and he ducked it and got in on his yeah. hips. So it's really actually great timing by Jared, but then great timing, counter timing by right. Vic yeah. to get the underhook and then to stop the shot. Yeah, and... and Whoop, boom, yeah, boom. Okay. Like, it was so, really beautiful. Like So it just he just was able to... It, he just happened to have that underhook. Yeah. yeah. Just the way that it landed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. It was nice. So it wasn't for that underhook, that fight probably would have went that differently. Was it. Well, that was, that's the thing with training is, is instincts, uh, is reaction. Yeah. You know? I love this Reflexes, right here. reflexes. Mm-hmm. After, that little shake. Well, after, well, after the clinch, Vic's there. Jared's standing there. But then Vic is intelligent, man. He he doesn't stay in his position. He circles out and then goes back to the center of the octagon. Mm-hmm. It, why is that? Well, we talked about it. If your back's to the cage, he can take you down. You're going to lay there. He's going to take you down. You cannot be there. You need to recenter. And Vic did that. Like uh, You watch it over and over. Who's in the center? He is. Jared responds. Inside low kick like a champ. Nice. Step through overhand. Catch and counter. Here comes the feints. Whoop. Oh, he gets clipped here off that pull. Feints. Misses. Yeah. Right? Now he starts creating. Right? Now he's touching and touching. Right? I'm like, touch your way in. Give me some feints. Good inside low kick. Right? Another feint here. Good feints. Feints. Jared starts responding. See? Level change by Jared. Vic gives some level change coming up here. Right? Good. Right here, I see Jared dipping his head a lot. So, I, I, yeah, very beautiful feint by Vic again. Right? Jared tries to come in. Vic keeps the distance. <clears throat> I tell him ups are good coming up here because Jared keeps ducking. Boom! Oh. Vic catches him. Shuffles in. Hook cross. Gets into the clinch. Runs in on the double leg. Pins his foot. I don't even know what you call that. Little pin. He's just, he's just, he's just tapping it. He's just... Alright, so is, is this the point where <laughs> um, he goes through, um, Jared goes for the Kimura? Yeah, yeah in three, three minutes, right? Three okay. or one. He, he locked it up too late. So what's going through your mind when he's, uh, do, do you realize that he, um, what's, what's going on through your mind? There? So, like, that, I love that move. I do that all the time where I grab the Kimura, or I, or I could either grab the Kimura and threaten it, or I can spin people around, I can, you know, throw him over. And so I knew I knew what he was doing, so I was comfortable there. And then also, Coach says Stacy uh, would tell me like he, uh, every time he sees his fight, um, he would get in positions like that, and he'll rest there. He said, but if mm-hmm. you hit the body, once he gets hit in the body, he lets go of the whatever submission uh, uh, he's trying, whatever he's going for. So I remember that, and so I started going for the body, and I knew he was gonna eventually let go. And then when I when he let go, that's when I was gonna try to uh, separate from him. So let's talk a little bit about your ground and pound because Coach Stacy has said that it's not something that you guys train. It's not something that you guys work on, and that you—it's what you do. You do 
instinctually. Right. Um, so what do you see? I mean, you, you mentioned that the body shots, you, you knew he would let go with the body shots. Yeah. Um, but what's going through your brain? Um, was it throwing elbows? Like, do you know what it is that you need to do? Yeah, to me, it's like when he when he has that Kimura, and then just put, by by his position, I can tell he doesn't have anything, so he's kind of wasting his time. And I got up and I saw his bodies there, man. And and when you take a couple body shots, those add up later on. Whether yeah. people believe it or not, they do. I, I've been there, and those suck. So I, I'm I'm okay there. I'll hit you here all freaking day. If you're gonna let me, if you're gonna keep that arm, I'm gonna hit you here all day and tax you. Racking points. Yep, racking racking points. points. Building houses. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he does swing a hammer, dude. I never even thought about that. That's why he's got hella hammer fists. Right. That's for real, son. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. train your grand and pound every day. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's so funny they say that when I, when I go to work and I'm and I'm really pounding on hammers, on the, you know, I use my left hand, I use my right hand, and I try to use both hands. Yeah. That's so, so funny. I never, I never thought of that. I really do. Yeah. That's, that makes That's hilarious. hilarious. You get a heavier hammer. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like Eight pound sled. I really what do. Are you doing with I, that, baby? <laughs> I gotta put in. I gotta put in some small uh, yeah. nails. Whatever, man. It's, just, <laughs> like, it's control, man. It's controlled movement. So. Like, Vic, we hang some pictures in my house, dude. Sure, sledgehammer. What are you doing? <laughs> trust me, trust me, Seth. I got this. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. So yeah, that being said, yeah, I knew uh, he was gonna let go, and then when he let go, I was uh, gonna detach myself from him. So. And he did. He did exactly that. Yeah, more than anything, look also, his half guard, you're sitting on the leg like we right. went over. Yep. Right. Yep, it's, right. It, yeah, which your last fight against John George, you were not doing any of this. No. Yeah. Dude, you look like a maniac. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, he's sitting on the leg. Look at that, yeah. yeah. So, for those of you at home, uh, Victor is sitting on the leg. He's sitting. I love this too. Look, like, look how he's got, he's got the C cup. Yeah. And he's got the frame. He's yeah. got good what's head so beautiful about this frame is, right there, Pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh, got a good frame. If you see at 240, you see my right hand and I got his armpit. I've never done that before, and Coach Jason taught me that. And the reason I was hitting and landing so good and him not grabbing my leg was because of that arm right there. So that a big shout-out to Coach Jason. i never yeah. done that before. The frame with the elbows huge. Yeah, it was, it was awkward at first when I was doing that practice, yeah. but then I got comfortable with it, and that's what won me that fight. So, you know what I mean? We talked about yeah. that, yeah, too. Yeah, we did. We right. talked about the C-cut. We did. Yeah. Because they were using that at elevation in uh, half guard. Dude, it's just they would, that they is just the, basic would, ground and pound. They would yeah. put the, the hand up and under the armpit right there. Because he was trying to grab my leg the whole time, and I wasn't letting him. I was just hitting him and just holding him there. And he didn't know what was holding him up was what was beautiful about the whole thing. He 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 didn't. He was shocked. What was yeah? It was yeah. awesome. And that frame, the thing that loves it is like when Jared rolls over here, you're already in position with your frame, right? Right for the elbows. Yep. You know, yep. right there, yep. right? Boom. And then we just call out elbows. And I feel bad, like, because I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I don't want Jerry getting hurt by elbows, but I sure don't want Vic getting, my boy getting hurt either. See, now he's trying to, look, he's doing his game right there. That's Jared's yeah. game. He's trying to elevate him. He's yep. going to reach under, and he wants to go for that leg. 226. Yep, that's that's what we talked about earlier in the leg lock game. So he's, he's, he's trying to get under there. And and if Victor stayed there, he would have got it. Yeah. Like all the other fights. Yep. Yeah. So Victor, what's going through your mind right now at two twenty-five? Right here is uh, uh, I was I had uh, I was hitting him a couple times and I was waiting for him to react to my leg because I knew he was gonna go for that leg actually because we've been practicing it so much. So when 
So I, I told myself, I'm going to stay here and hit him and hit him until he goes for my leg. Once he goes for my leg or reaches for my leg, I'm out. So it was it was beautiful because when he went to go reach for it, I saw it from a mile away because yeah. we, all all the times we've been training it. So it was super easy to get out. It was it was I was super shocked. Yeah, look how much space yeah, is there. I was super shocked did, and I was yeah. super happy. It, it, I saw it from a mile away, so it worked out beautiful. And to me, I, I got to, I'm glad I got to hang out there and get those couple of shots in there. Yeah, that made a big, big made a big difference. Big difference in the fight. A, yeah. How how much did you train? Uh, how much did I yell at you about training kicking out of the the leg locks? A lot. Yeah, yeah, I was on it. Yeah, Coach just Jason, just religiously. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, at first, what we really had to work on was getting his foot in pretty much in the center line of the body, which is the butthole, the anus. Yeah. The anus. Yeah. yeah. And and he and it, and and it was kind of I, I don't know if it was uncomfortable for him, but it sure wasn't comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a date night, right? <laughs> It was, like, it, was like it was like camping. It was like camping. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. out. So yeah, Vic's yeah. out. Here we go. Another look. Another thing that I'm talking about. Jared's tired. Where did Vic go? Stood right he, up. He circled around, took the center of the cage, right. and put Jared's back against the cage. That way Jared can't like turn and run him into the cage, right? And looking for another easy takedown. Vic was the aggressor. He was aware of his, you know, ring control. And then uh, Vic starts letting his hands go a little bit. They're exchanging. Vic resets, loosens up a little bit. Vic, where's your brain at right now? Uh, right now, I'm just... I'm, right now, I'm just... Striking Taking his him. mouthpiece out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, he does that in training all the time. I, you do. You take, you take your mouthpiece all the time, and you kind of like lick your lips, and you kind of growl. Yep. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> I, I love this. Dude. So we are at one minute, and what is the time? One fifty-six. So we, let's go back. It would be one fifty-four, one fifty-five. Yeah. To when Jared throws the body kick. Yeah. Um. Actually, um, Vic is really sharp with like this countering. To, to be honest with you. And this is something that we worked, yeah, but um, not so much off the lead side. Vic was already doing this yeah. off the lead side. We worked kind of off the right, right, or like if Jared threw the right body kick. Yeah. Right. You know, um, Jared's being smart, at least here attacking the liver. Um, but Vic did this with Matt and with Chris and with Nate. Anybody that threw the lead body kick, this they, they kind of suffered the same fate that Jared suffered here. You know, so this was like perfect. Vic caught it. Guy's on one leg. Give him a little sweet kiss. Boom, straight left. And that one really hurt. You can see that one like right hurt Jared. Down. He's he's exhausted. Tries to make the shot. Looks like and then tell me here, like, dude, he's talk us through this last. So this very last few one. Seconds. So we watched Jared's fights. So what Jared likes to do is every time he gets tired, and he doesn't want to stand and bang no more. There's some sort of. Uh, where we collide in a sense, he goes to his back, right? He goes to his back, so so he invites that person to do some jujitsu with him, right? And I and I saw that when he gets tired. So what that reminds me of is every time I'm at, I'm at sparring and one of my training partners looks at the clock, that means he doesn't want to be there. He's tired. So oh, every nice. time, anytime somebody looks at the clock, I turn it up. Mm. It's my turn, right? So that's basically him looking at the clock. When he when when I hit him and he dropped on his back, inviting for that jujitsu, that's him looking at that clock and that's me turning it up and. That's when I did the hammer fist, and my first hammer fist landed solid, and I saw that because I was gonna be cautious. Once I landed that punch, I knew I could let it go. 
And that was it. Yeah. And me and Jason, I was actually really fine with Vic here because um, it's in the second round. They're sweaty. No, you know, no, uh, Jared already tried the knee bar, didn't get it. Vic had top control. He he delivered punches. He's he's definitely controlling the environment. So I, I was comfortable. And, I, and we knew with Vic, I knew with Vic's cut, I was going to unleash the leash with him. I was going to hold him back or ask him to back out because of the fact that, like, I was worried about the cut. Yeah. So I was like, it's gonna either be won or lost right here. So over, overall, when Jared went on his back, that was a beautiful golden ticket to me. That was like, that was yeah. just like, oh, thank you, Jesus, you know. Yeah, Let that it go. was it. Yeah, that was it. So yeah. and and look at this, I love it, dude. Hand in the armpit, yeah. left hand. Like I said, Jared's face yep. is there. Yeah, weights in him good. Weights Elbow in on the hip. Good. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Look Boom. at that armpit. Boom. Yes. Yeah, dude. It's, that C cup, dude. That's you, man. Look at that. <laughs> the C cup. That's awesome. But even, yeah, but even still, your hips are back. That's right. more than anything I'm more proud about is right. that. Yeah. I wanted to see. Uh, this is funny. Yeah. If Jared tries to go for like yeah, uh, like an arm bar or like a, like to break angle. his posture. Sort of, yeah. He right here, I yell at Vic. He, like, didn't, take, he didn't take the Gracie. Uh, right <laughs> the Gracie, you know. Combatives, yeah, yeah, because you're supposed to catch the arm and trap. Yeah, overhook, 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 trap the arm, go and go right here, and and he wouldn't go for that. He started going for an attack when he didn't have a position. Yeah, he was panicking. Yeah, and here he spins under. He's panicking. Yeah, he's trying to invert, trying to get underneath Vic, but Vic's got good hips, and you know, part of this, you like. You know, you got to be a special individual. Like, no, no disrespect to Jared, but there's only like one or two people in the whole UFC ever to like really successfully go inverted. You know, like the only guy right. right it's like Ryan Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall you right. know, yeah, Paul Harris, right back in the day. But like, it's, you know, that's rare, yeah. dude. You yeah. know, fight nerds, right? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> well, okay. So go back, going back awesome. to Paul Harris. And I want to ask that earlier. Is that the technique that Paul Harris was using when he would go in for the ankle locks, the single leg axe? He used the single axe and yeah. up and then looked for the heel hook to tear you your leg You know where off. it didn't work was on Hector Lombard. Yeah. It also he, didn't he work on... Space, um, right? Yeah, like I was he, did. You, right? he molly walked him. Yeah. Who was the dude that had the shitty Johnny Cash tattoo? Yeah. Oh, Alan Belcher. Alan Belcher. Yeah, they had one of the best leg lock attacks <laughs> yeah. of all time, right? Yeah. Alan Belcher runs like MMA... like. Yeah, everything now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> marketing, marketing, marketing for yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah, Vic goes here, catches him with the right hand, and the second right hand as he rolls over at like one twenty eight. Yeah, he he's actually I can tell he's, he's like, been out. He's like unconscious. Dude, he's not we, there. How many how many punches, coach? Could you count twenty? It on? was twenty two. Twenty two punches landed, and and we were screaming at the top of our lungs. Like, he's he's out. out. Yeah, ref, he's out. He's out. He's out, ref. Yeah. But one thing I gotta say is is this, and, and it all, all all power to uh, Jared Simmons that was the referee, um, also to to Jared himself, the fighter, is that Jared Simmons gave the other Jared the opportunity. He he's a veteran. He's right. got eleven fights under him. Many of them are title fights. I truly believe. That that was the right thing, even though it was like twenty two hundred unanswered, you know, punches. Twenty two hundred have been totally. Yeah, twenty two hundred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty two hundred. Give him a chance. <laughs> if you look, Jared, uh, Jared Mazurk was actually moving. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so Jared Simmons, yeah, Jared Simmons couldn't really stop the fight right. because he was adjusting his position and cognitively trying yeah. to do that. But he was unconscious a couple times in there, right? He didn't know yeah. where he was at. But props to 
you know, Coach Grizzly or Jared Simmons for allowing that to go. Like, I, I love him for that. Like, I, you know, as far as, like, there's no doubt that, you know, Vic won that fight because it went as far as it could, and they gave Jared, uh, you know, Mazurk every opportunity to win or to recover from there. And, and I He was trying great. to recover. Yeah. By, by the way, if I could just get this in, I think I'm the only person ever to have a podcast with all three people that are in the cage at this particular moment. All three of them have been on my podcast. Nope. Joe Rogan? Not that guy. Probably not. Poor Probably. Joe. Yeah, he's no idea. He needs really to step guy. his game up. He really <laughs> needs to start watching these AFC fights. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm sure he has fight pass. I'll go, I'll go on your show, Joe. I'll help you out, buddy. Talk him through it. Yeah. yeah. Like I do everything. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's keep going. We're so we're stopped officially at one. Is it one twenty-seven? Yeah, one twenty-seven. Right there, so, I'm screaming. Right, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> right now I'd like to take the opportunity to apologize to UFC Sarah. Uh, I rushed the ring <laughs> and I banged that little protective thing that is around her her chair yeah. into her head. And, oh <laughs> shit! And I am I am an asshole. <laughs> I didn't mean Did to. Did you really rewind and then see that? Oh, that is why. Okay, so I ran up. So when he's up on the cage, right? So. Cause like, right well, there, you world cupped it, Bill. I didn't get any silver. Yeah, right. so right there, right when he's on on top of the cage, um, da 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 da. Um, so he jumps onto the, the cage, and I run. I'm like, holy shit! I'm super duper excited. And Is that you he, over there to the right? I might be. I don't know. No, no. Wait, we gotta go back. There's some other ginger. Just some other ginger. It might have been, <laughs> been Curtis. It, it might have been Curtis. But nonetheless, man, really sorry, AFC Sarah. No, can't see it. Yeah. I picked up Seth. I lost, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my wedding ring. Did you? Uh, I was yeah. cheering and clapping, and next thing I know, it was gone. Are still wearing in the back of the head? Still beep. married. Still okay. married. <laughs> it didn't, it was a ring, it's nothing. It's arbitrary. So something I want to, like, talk about right here is, like, Vic, Vic's sportsmanship. He goes over comes to, you know, give hugs to Jared, you know, and say, like, no hard feelings and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, it's a sport, yeah. you know, and that's the stuff that we preach, you know, at our gym, right? Is, like, good sportsmanship, being an honorable martial artist, an honorable person. Same thing, you know, like, our whole family talks about yeah, that, you know? Definitely. And uh, that that's the kind of thing, like, when you look at Vic, you know, he's a true martial artist. Um, same with Jared Mazurik, you know, he, he is a, a warrior and a true martial artist. I have nothing but like the highest regards for them, uh, for legacy, you know, um, jujitsu up there they 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 got a great team. I mean, they're, they're like, in my opinion, the top team in the state bar none. And they're definitely paving the way for like all MMA. They go out and compete all over the place. They got several top contenders. They just had a, like a 16 second knockout in Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Sweetness, yeah, yeah dude. He's an animal. Um, he, you'll probably be seeing him in Bellator or uh, the UFC at some point in time. Yeah, no, Jared's a warrior. He didn't quit. He never even, did. Even when he was playing, trying to play guard at the end there, he didn't turn away and give his back. He was actually trying to, to fight. He yeah. Had, he, had, yeah. he has strong instincts. Yeah. Really strong instincts for jiu-jitsu. So, right here uh, at... I don't even know right the spot here. We're screaming at each other there. Yeah. <laughs> so Vic comes over the cage and, and there's, something, my ear off. There's, there's something I want to talk about is like Vic comes over here and uh, he's yelling at me because I'm yelling at him. And during the camp, uh, I used to text him every day um, just about visualization, right? Um, there's this uh, thing. 
It's called Who Am I? And it's it's supposed to be like the greatest M, uh, football um, speech of all time. And if you guys haven't heard of it, I recommend you going on YouTube and looking it up because it's absolutely amazing. But it says, uh, you go, who am I? And they respond, I am a champion. I am a champion. And the greatest speech ever. Every day, every day I texted Vic that. I said, who am I? And every day I would make him, you know, like not make him, but inspire him to respond, you know, in that fashion is of who am I is part of the visualization, right? Um, right. I also did this with uh, another coach, Alex Fisher. I did this with him down in Denver right. until he was a champion. The same same yeah, thing. Awesome. And he ended up winning the championship yeah, in Sparta. Lot, yeah. You know, and right here is just probably one of the most special moments for me because it's fruition coming through. Like me seeing this for Vic, helping guide him to believe in himself that he's capable to accomplish whatever he, you know, puts his mind towards. And so we use this conversation to do that, and you know he answers back, "I am a champion," and I'm like, "Who am I?" And we did it three times, and we do this after practice, and uh, to me, that's just a, like a beautiful thing. It's um, probably one of the greatest moments in my life. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I, I was special. I felt awesome because I was like before the fight, I had all these emotions built up, and I was like playing really cool. I was really surprised with myself how cool I kept it. And like after the fight, I how I won, and how Coach was saying all that stuff, and I let it, I just let all my emotions out, and it felt amazing, man. You know, especially saying those, you know, saying that I am a champion. You're at, you know, that was felt good. Yeah, it was a special moment because right I, was, then, I was super surprised, man. I was super surprised that I won that fight and how I did it. I was like shocked. You can see it in my face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. We're super. Yeah, you were like unreal, dude. You had goosebumps all over your legs. <laughs> And Will's gone. <laughs> yeah. So now it's our podcast. It's our podcast now. Yeah, so Vic's got that belt on, man. Yeah. And uh, we, we love the opportunity that, you know, Legacy gave us, to, you know, for having Jared in there and competing. It and fits like a glove. Opportunity for Nick of giving us the title shot to be there. Yeah. You know, Jared refing. He was truly an incredible ref. Um, hey. Vic's... He shows off his trophy. Yeah, I want, I, if, if Jared's listening, man, I want to thank him and all his, all his team and stuff like that because it, it takes two two guys like this to make an awesome show, man. And to me, uh, we put on a badass show for all my friends and family and your friends and family, and that's what it's all about, man. It's fucking it's awesome, and I and I grew from this, man. I got I became a lot better, so thank you, and yeah. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Thank yeah. you for the opportunity, guys. You know, yeah. uh, it was a crazy, exciting time. Oh. Highlight reel. Turn it up a little bit. Beautiful oh, catch. I love yeah. that. That was, that was so awesome. clean. You know, I think... Let's talk about that too. You know, something that I noticed is like I was talking with Cassie about it is like in the first round, everybody's like a little bit uptight. You know, um, everything's unknown, not really sure. Um, something that I saw you do uh, is like your composure coming into the second round. Like, really, you took over the second round. Nice. Like, in, in like a super dominating fashion. I mean, he, like in the first round, he clipped you a couple times. I think after that, you know. Um, but then you settled down and you really started coming into your own there, which is kind of like beautiful to see. Yeah. 
you know, watching them evolve in real time, that's 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 pretty high level, if you ask me. You know, that's crazy. All right, so this is probably your sixty third time watching the fight. So, um, see, hey, UFC, please don't sue me. All right. Yeah, see, they edited so, it because he actually had the mic and said it. Yeah. But that's what I was saying, right? They they edited it out. Edited what out? You, you said, uh, all glory to God, all glory to God. But they clipped it because you actually held the mic and you said that. It was, during, it was, it was, during, it was during the... The, yeah, the, interview. Uh, they the edited it. The highlight mm-hmm. video. All right. So, um, coaches, uh, Vic, thank you so much for your time. I really yeah. do appreciate it. Uh, and thanks to you for uh, listeners for hanging out and checking out the fight and checking in with Victor. Uh, again, if you'd like to uh, donate to Victor's GoFundMe, I don't know if you can write this off on your taxes, but you could try. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Might yeah. go to jail for tax fraud, but you know, like. I think you have a link on your page, right? You should yeah. have a link. If yeah. not, you can go to my page. Yeah, we're going to share a couple of different pages. Yeah. Uh, I'll put the link in the description for the podcast. Perfect. Well. Yeah, that'd be great. We could shoot it's, that. Who is it, Colin? Huh? It's on Colin? Uh, Colin Seeds has it, but uh, it started out on that. But I have it on my Facebook page. All right. If so. you just go but it's to like still page. under his name. Yeah. Because he started the Yeah, because he started the GoFundMe. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you. You're the bees, knees, Ankles yeah. and wrists. Yeah.